One of the things that we have been talking about in some of our brave groups, FCA groups, discipleship groups is uh, just obeying now, being immediate in our next thing um, and just pursuing Jesus and in a culture that is not pursuing Jesus, you're constantly running against um, some strong winds and I wasn't going to do this today, but then I was like, well, my word for the year is now. Um, there's several layers to that, and that's not what the podcast is about. I'm not going to go into it too much, but on Brave, uh, if you haven't been here before, it, Brave is for female athletes and coaches and all those who love her. And I love that. Um, I did not come up with that. Um, we had a conference in September and we wanted to extend it beyond the realms of just female athletes and coaches because there's so many of you listening that maybe don't have an athletic background or a coaching background or you're involved, but there's so much goodness and there's so much um I don't know, intrigue into the scripture of what we're digging into that it applies to more than just sports, even though that is kind of our our lens. So BRAVE stands for Bold, Redeemed, Anointed, Victorious, and Eternal. That is how God sees us, and that is how we need to be living in a culture that strips us away of all of those things. And so on my heart today was trash talk, which probably seems a little out of the ordinary from some things that I do talk about, but the art of trash talk has been <laughs> conjured up in sports. Um, a lot of it is fun. It is lighthearted. It goes back and forth. It gets the audience going. Um, it truly does have, I believe, and you can kind of uh, you know, rebuff this, a, a, a place in sports in, in a certain level of you know, being, being fun, um, being engaging, going after one another. It is a competitive arena. There's definitely uh, some time for what I consider fun trash talk. And then there's this. Um, there, There is a world of trash talk online and in person that is brutal. It is heart shattering. It is lethal. And so, I mean, guys, it's it can be so, so hard. And so this is for anyone listening. If you are raising an athlete or you are one, the art of trash talk um, has lost its art. Can I put it that way? And when we are accountable to the words, right, every word we will be accountable for, there is something to that. And I think we can be guilty of words that should not have been said <laughs> in all of our lives, whether it be on a, on a court or off a court or in private and gossip and all those things, but words have so much power. And that is kind of a theme that keeps arising throughout my studies and just some of the things that we're focused on for Brave this year is words have so much power. They're life-giving and they can also take life. And I think we all know that. We've probably all experienced both, right? When somebody is just pouring into us and saying things that are life-giving, we, we rise up. And when someone tears us down, it's very hard to not give into that and feel that way as well. And so I'm going to kind of tackle a couple of things, but part of this is our responsibility in the lives of athletes and those is to dig into this a little bit because I will say I've experienced it and especially raising two athletes, I will say this, the more success an athlete has, the more open they are to this. They become a huge target. It's a weird conundrum in our society that we 
celebrate success from far away. But when it's somebody within our realm, like somebody close to us, I there's a resentment. And I don't know how to like break it down better than that. But I, you know, we can admire success as long as it doesn't infringe on our personal pride, right? I, I think there's some type of that and watching some of this unfold, not only in our own lives, but in talking to athletes and getting in their world a little bit more, there is a vicious undercurrent online um, and out on the court or out on the field where maybe the adults and coaches can't hear. I would actually share some of the stuff that was said to to my athlete um, this fall, but it wouldn't even be appropriate to to put on here and it would be very degrading. So I, I don't share those things, but what's wild is I just don't understand some of it and I don't understand the viciousness of some of it. So here's, here's what I'm seeing in this cycle is as success grows in our athletes and in our coaches, even in the world, right? You could be successful in any way where God has just provided you an opportunity to serve and it has become noticed. Um, there is an immediate immediate rebuttal in our and people's hearts to tear it down. I mean, that's why we all go to the comments section, right? On on Facebook or Instagram, you're kind of like, all right, there's that pose. Let's let's see. And almost always the comments just rip people. It is just nature. It is what the enemy lives for. It's just our inability to celebrate others truly in a way that God has said, look at how I created them and look what look what I have given them and we applaud and we support and we chase after them and encourage them. It's just the opposite. And I think we really have to work hard, especially if we are believers in Christ, to go after and support those who are doing exactly what God made them to do. Um, and I find this especially hard in the athletic arena um, because uh, sports is on display at all times. Um, when you have success or failure on a basketball court, everybody sees it. Um, when you have success or failure on a tennis court, everybody sees it. You're out there for display. Your successes can be seen and so can your failures. As success ramps up, so does the trash talk. And I'm I'm coming to this as just kind of a for, for parents and for coaches. Um, trust me, parents and coaches are guilty as well. Um, there is a human on the other side of our words. Um, there is a, a person that God created on the, on the other side of our words, whether they believe in the Lord or not, God's created them. He's made them. Um, and some of this is just, I'm watching it play out, I guess, more recently, the hurt that is happening on the other side of our words, especially in the athletic arena. And I just, I want to say this, that, um, to the athlete that is, you know, getting getting it from all sides online, um, in whispers of gossip, in you know, from parents from the other teams, from maybe even opposing coaches. Um, here's here's where we have to go with this, and this is extremely hard. Is especially for those of you who have put your trust in the Lord, your quiet time and your prayer life have to ramp up. It has to be so intentional, and. You have to invite people into this pain because what you're hearing about you that is not true, what people are saying about you does not define you, but it is so easy to just let your heart break when you hear those things. Um, Your prayer time has to become so intentional and it's okay to let God know that these words hurt you. It's okay to let... um, Jesus in on this place where it maybe it even seems silly to you to be hurt by it. 
it's okay to let God into this space and be like, this actually really hurts. And it's hard to not believe those things being said about me. It's hard. I think even some of the harder thing is why those things, why I never did anything. I never, I don't even know these people. Um, the world is fueled by the enemy's hate. So especially if you are a child of God, if you are a Christ follower, if you love the Lord and you are also seeing athletic success, you are a target. You are a target because you are, you know, your sport is your worship. Your sport is your testimony to the world. It is art on display, if you want to put it that way. Like, this is how God made you to be. This is who you are. So when people tear it down, when words tear it down, when gossip comes in and just rips out your heart, like, I get that. I think we've all felt that. And it's it's weird to me because a lot of people have felt that and they know how much it hurts and they still participate in it. Also, um, when you see what's happening, you know, online or in the undercurrent of what other, you know, parents don't see or don't want to see, um, and coaches, there's this underlying current, obviously, that you won't share because you don't want you don't want term you know you don't want people to get in trouble. It makes it worse for you. I get that. Um, can you just get in the word? And I want you to dig into the promises of God, um, what He has already promised you. The world is nasty and it is cruel, and it will continue to to be so until the Lord comes. Um, we are in a fight for all things, and you are not alone. There are many, many people, especially athletes, who have been on the receiving end of insane criticism, lies about them, resentment in their success. I mean, that's a lot of it is pride um, coming through in harsh words, um, and it's easy to do. I mean, I've I think we can all catch ourselves kind of being negative about a certain situation like, yeah, if you only knew, <laughs> you know, or if you don't even know what's what's behind the scenes. So I was just sitting here and I was going through just some some things this morning and I really felt this was something that needed to be said is um, we need to cut this out of our play. We need to cut this out of our, our team. It, it's no longer fun. It's very rarely done in jest. Um, there's a lot of lethal things being said and I, I fear for those who are also very sensitive in nature. Um, those, you know, I don't know how to describe it more than that. Their their words can cut even more. I mean, there's some people who it's just it rolls off their back and on they go. I am not one of those people, so I don't understand that. But for those who, when they hear and they want to let it roll off their back, they want to let it go, but it just plays over and over in their minds. Um, Please, please just get in the word. Please pray. Please invite people into that space with you. Um, you can even message our Brave account on Instagram. You want you want prayer for this? Um, we're all in. It will go out to a, a prayer team of mine. Um, not with your name or anything, but just just to know that you're being prayed for. That words are really fierce, and I get that. I mean, I was even looking at some bar stool accounts. Um, it's no longer about promoting, right, your school. It's about tearing down. It's about, and some of it's really mean. Um, and I just, I, I grieve over that because it does take what should be celebrated and taint it, which is, of course, right, that is what our enemy does. He takes what should be beautiful and he taints it with lies. He taints it with evil. He taints it with cruel pride. He taints it and it takes away from 
who you are meant to be in Christ. And so when we spend our time mulling over the words of this world and we spend our time breaking over untruth, when we spend our time doubting who we are and who God made us to be, then we go into a lonely space. We go into the place where the enemy can ramp up his attack on us. So I need you to fight against those things. I need you to fight against what the world has for you. And I need you to fight for the faith in Christ to stand firm in who he created you to be. Because if you are facing this, chances are um, you don't deserve it. And chances are that there is an enemy waiting to take you out. Because a, a Christian athlete with a platform is very dangerous. A Christian athlete with a purpose is very dangerous. A Christian athlete who is chasing after Jesus within the structure of a team that she can, she or he can influence is super dangerous. And if we can take you out, the enemy can take you out with words, with hate, um, and, and numb you to who Jesus is, then there is, there is defeat in that. And so, my prayer is this, um, one, one of the hardest things is taking your thoughts captive. And I've, I've read through second Corinthians 10, five over and over. Um, and I'm just going to read this. I, I pray this is your prayer. If you're, if you're really dealing with this, um, at all levels, please just, you know, take this in second Corinthians 10, five, we demolish argument in every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So let's look through that. We demolish every argument and pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. When you face trash talk, when you face insult, when you face things that are not true, you must demolish that argument because it is against God. It might feel, it is against you. I know it feels that way, but it's also against God. And for those who are children of God, you know, God does rebuke those. God does come after those who come after you. You are his child. You are his. He will fight for you. He will fight for you. Um, let him fight for you. We must, and then it goes on to say, um, we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So here's, here's a, an idea, and this might be hard to do. Write down those things that people are saying to you. And then I want you to pray it. I want you to pray those words back to the Lord and say, show me the truth. What do you say about me? What do you say about this argument? And then do some digging into scripture. What are some promises that God's made? What are some things that he does say about you? The New Testament is filled with just amazing testament of who God is in us and go through and just really dig into this because this is this is part of our journey right is to when our faith gets shaken a little bit when we get shaken up a little bit who do we run to and guess what it's okay to cry it's okay to get mad about those things it's okay to hurt it's okay to really struggle with these things. These are hard things. I have walked it myself. I have walked it through with my sons. I have walked it through with my husband, who is also a head coach. I have walked it through many, many athletes at the collegiate level, at the middle school level, at the high school level. This is not a new thing, but this is a hard thing. And so I do want to remind you that you are not alone. Not that that makes it better, but that the war against you of words is just an enemy 
attack. And I need you to go into a space where you can confess that it's hard. Turn your thoughts over. Make them captive to the Lord, whatever they are, no matter how harsh they are, no matter what they make you feel. To go and to lament to your father that it hurts. To go put your emotions right in front of your Jesus. Because guess what? He knows. He knows this hurts. He's been there. He understands what it's like to be accused of something you are not. I mean, my goodness, right? He is He is the one who was killed and he was perfectly innocent. I even look at, um, I just read through three days ago, Joseph, who's this is one of my favorite, favorite um, people in history. I mean, so much injustice to someone who as all the text reveals did not deserve it. Accusations, lies, jail, almost murdered by his own family. I mean, insult. And then in, when I went back through and when Joseph did reveal himself to his brother, he wailed. He wailed so loudly that, that all of the palace could hear him. And I'm like, when I read that, I'm like, man, that must have hurt for so long. So even as he went from being in jail to rising up to second in command over the most powerful nation in the world at the time, he was still grieved by what was said and done to him by his brothers to the point where it came face to face. Years and years later, he wailed. He was devastated over what had happened and yet offered such great forgiveness. So I just say this, um, for those of you who are in an athlete's life or in a coach's life, Dig into this a little bit, especially if they are seeing a certain amount of success, small school, big school, uh, you know, ACC team right down to like Delaware League, Schoharie County. I don't know. Um, they all face it. Um, be intentional about your online presence. Guard yourself. There's no reason. And I say this all the time. There's no reason to have followers if they're not your friends. Um I think our social media has given us a false identity in so many ways, but it also opens us up to a lot of trash talk um, that is evil. It is not fun and it is not okay. And so it also gives an opportunity for people to tear you down in a way that you, you, you don't need. And I think that sometimes we need to not protect ourselves and cut ourselves off from the world. That's not what I'm saying. But to understand the legitimacy of, an, of, of a presence. And some of you, if you can handle this really well, I would actually love to hear from you some of the things that maybe you've put into place where you know you're going to have things said about you and this is how you're dealing with it. Um, if you would, you can go to our Instagram and message us or you can use my email, ajohns at fca.org. That's A J O. H-N-S at FCA.org. Um, I would love to just know, like, what are some things that you put in place that when things are said about you or when hurtful things come, well, what do you do? What is your action steps? Um, how does the Lord use it? Can you look back on a time where it was awful, but you see where God just really intercepted and now all to his glory? Um, I just want you to know that there is there's a multitude of this going around and it's going to, it's worse and worse. I mean, you can't, you can't look at anything online without seeing so much negativity. Not that there's not beautiful things. Um, I love, I love Instagram and I love being able to connect with people. So that's not, that's not what this is about. But when you go in to see, um, what is being pushed out there and then I do say this to the coaches. I think this is a worthwhile talk to your teams. 
Um, I think it should be addressed. You might feel it's not your jurisdiction, but um, it's it's pretty brutal out there with some of the the posts, the bar stools, um, the stories. You can't control all of it, but creating a team culture where it's not accepted, it's can be a beautiful thing to show young men and women that you can celebrate or just not comment on somebody else's success or team success. Um, to be okay with winning and losing in a realm of understanding that happens to everybody. Um, and so I just, I plead with you guys that if this is a result of, if you're facing this, um, you were prayed over this morning. Um, it really hurt my heart to see some of the things that, you know, have happened, even in my own family. It's crazy. It's crazy what happens when you live this life, right? Where you coach, you're a coach's wife, of which I am. You, you're a mother of two athletes, um, words hurt and they've been, (laughs) it's been some time. So these are the things that I have done where I've just felt grieved over things that were not true, hurtful things, or even just misunderstandings of an action um, where people just, they just come at you so easily. Um, And I also think it's a result of our, our just, our, our world is crumbling under the weight of our sin, right? In the bigger picture, this is a result of just hearts that are aching and breaking and resentment is flowing and gossip is flowing. And I just, I pray with you. I pray for you. I do understand that hurt. Um, and I, I've walked through several athletes and coaches with this hurt and it doesn't go away easy. I mean, we can, it, it will be something that you could possibly remember for the rest of your life. And so that's where I say, go make every thought captive. Pray, pray these things back to the Lord and let him take it from you. Let him define you. Surround yourself with those who love Jesus and love you. And those are the ones that matter most. Those are the words. I know it hurts. It does not make it better, but it does allow you to walk in the truth. Put your feet in the firm foundation of who Christ said you are. Get in your Bible and just read through. Let him speak to you in all the ways you know how he does. Get alone with time with him, but also let people in, let them pray over you. Prayer is our most powerful weapon against the enemy's lies. So find those people, whether it be your church or your coach or your parents or your best friend or someone at church that you trust, like just let them in and pray over you because this will alleviate some of that hurt because prayer is so powerful. So I just leave you guys with that. Um, don't chase after the hurt. Chase after Jesus. Let him let him create a new space for you. Let him touch the hurt. Let him um, use your pain for value, right? Like go speak out against um, when the time comes, you will be a valuable person to the next girl, the next athlete that is going through something like this, because you will understand. I know that doesn't always make it better, but pain is never of no value when we recognize its redemptive qualities. Um, so go, f- go forward with that. That was a Jackie Hill Perry quote in case. <laughs> Again, I can't take credit for that, but um, that's what she said. And that was the quote, pain has value in so far as we recognize its redemptive qualities. Um, and then there was the first Romans eight eighteen. So guys, pray pray through your pain. Let God show you its redemptive value. That is a bold and big prayer. That is a hard prayer. But turn turn those words of of harshness 
and to glory. Watch what God does when you make every thought captive and let him fight your fight for you. But you are also being fought for by us. And we're praying against this and for this and the, um, the words will go no further than they already have. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening.